So I'm going to talk about transformation today. Does anyone have anything they want to change and transform in their life? I do. I have some things. I definitely have some things. Maybe not as many things as I had 10 years ago. Definitely not as many things as I had 20 years ago. You know? But there's still some things I want to see different in my life, in my home, in my family, in our church. You know? In this community. There's definitely, I want some transformations. You know? Um, you know, I want my mouth to get more and more. Give me the word, Sue. <laughs> you got it. I need clothes. <laughs> Less words, more... Uh, more uh, influence so because you know our our mouth likes to go before us and god's like well let let your spirit lead okay and your mouth is like shut up i'm going first right you know so there's some things that still god is still working on so i'm going to read in romans it says don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you in a new into a new person by changing the way you think then you will learn god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect don't don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. That means the things around you, you know. We don't have to copy what they do. He says, we can't transform ourselves. He says, let God transform you. He is the only one that can change your situation, your life. But he says, it starts with you. you got to change what? The way you're thinking. Your old man is dead. It's gone. We're not bearing it up. I'm not giving you a shovel. You don't get to have that person back in your life. You're a new man, but you know what the, the old man and the new man are battling over? Your thoughts. So in that, in, in that scripture, it said, basically there's two things. So first, look at the people that are around you. If you're really struggling with living in that, you guys are all beautiful people, so I'm good. But it says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of the world. It's like, hey, look what's around you. Look at who, look at your friends. Look at the people that you spend time with. Do you like and want that life? Is that what you want? Sometimes it's your family. So I'm, I'm sorry to say, sometimes, you know, family be crazy. And God says, that's why I made you blood. So you can't run away. <laughs> you know? But look, do you like that? And the second thing is, change starts in your thinking. I can't change my life. I don't have the power to do that. But I can change my mind. And my thoughts. And then God can transform my life. You know, that's his to do. Us willingly going there with our thoughts and our mind gives him the opportunity to bring change into our life. You know, David went from, you know, shepherd boy. And he started thinking, I am powerful. I can do this. You know what? I am a protector. You know what? I serve the one true God. His thoughts brought him to the palace, right? He could have said, ah, oh, you've seen Goliath. Y'all go first. You know, I'm the baby. Mm, I am the baby, so. Um, I'm actually the baby of the baby of the baby of the baby. So I'm pretty special. So my great-grandpa was the baby. My grandpa was the baby. My mom was the baby, and I'm the baby. And Lana, she's my baby. Which, if you've talked to her, you know she's a baby, right? You can pick out a baby of the family anywhere you go. That's true. Because we just have this glow of just righteousness and beauty. Sierra's a baby. Look at her. She's glowing. Uh, oh, that one was free. <laughs> so we're not, like I said, we're not in a war with our old man. When we accepted Jesus, he said, they're dead. You know? But that old man, it's like, it's like 
World War Z is trying to get back out there and chase you like zombies. I have an obsession with zombies, guys. Pray for me. Um, <laughs> you guys, I don't know what's happening, but I'm just really, I think it's because I'm not wearing my glasses. It makes me funnier. Does this make me look serious? <laughs> that's right. That's, so um, it's, we're in war over our mind, what our mind thinks. How many of you guys have had full conversations with somebody that wasn't there? How many of you guys won the fight every time? Well, I should have said this. And if next time I see him, the next time you see him, you're like, hey, sup? You know? It's in our mind. So the first part we're going to talk about is friends. Ooh. Don't copy the behavior and customers of this world. Okay, Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying? Say, we love you, Sarah, before I say this. Okay, few of you. I've... Guess what? You might need to change your friends. You know, when I was in high school, I may have cut class, you know, because your friends influence you. If you want to be like the culture of the world, everyone said, oh, cut class, go party and stuff. Actually, the Lord definitely held me in his hand and saved me before I went too wild. I may or may not have set off fireworks in front of the police department, and then the police loved me so much that they thought it was someone else and let us out past curfew. May or may not have happened. Um, I plead the fifth. So our friends, sometimes we do dumb stuff with them. I have this scar, but if I tell you about it, I have to kill you. Um, And that was something really dumb, really dumb that I did because my friends are like, let's do this. And now I'm thinking back is what? And actually it was my brother who was an adult that should have known better (laughs) that got all of my friends to come and, you know, and I ended up getting my hand split open to the bone, which was awesome. Then I couldn't tell my mom because then she would know what we did. So I just told my mom I shut my hand in the door. Well, I had it bandaged because it was quite... I couldn't use my finger for about six months, so I got out of typing class. Who remembers typing class? Woohoo! You know, I can't type today. Um, <laughs> I can't. I got to keep going because I'm just... So we're in this war with our mind. Our friends, you know... We do this dumb stuff, stuff we're not supposed to do, you know. People sneak out to go to parties. I actually got saved when I was 15 because I grew up under this law. I grew up under rules and regulations in the church, and I didn't know Jesus. When I met Jesus, I was like, this is amazing. So I never snuck out to have sex, to party, and drink. I did sneak out and lie to my mom and say I was going to parties and go out to church. I know, horrible kid. Um, You know. Uh, but, I mean, I still didn't, I still disrespected my parents. I still was trying to live in that old man. So, you know, maybe my friends were not always the best company because they still, they still encouraged me to lie to my parents, right? So sometimes that the company we keep creates who we are. We live in this atmosphere, in this culture. In Corinthians 5, 15, it says, Bad company corrupts good morals. You hang around someone negative after a while, you're negative. Why do your parents not want you to hang out with that kid that's parents? Let them do anything. Because they're horrible parents and they hate you and they just want to ruin your life. No, they know bad company corrupts good morals. Right? So we might need to, here's the part, you know, we conform to the influences of our life. Now I work in the school system. Sometimes I hear teachers saying they're bad kids. And I brought my child, and we had, and I said, you know, they're like, well, you're not a bad kid to her. And I stopped, 
And I said, well, none of these kids are bad kids. I said, this is just what the home that they live in. They don't know. You know what I mean? This is their influence. This is their culture. They're just conforming. They don't know that they don't have to conform to that. Because we begin to conform with who has influence in your life. And if you're a small child, who do you think has influence in your life? Your parents and your teachers. That's why when you come to my class, I'm going to hug you and I'm going to squeeze you. And I do it to the kids too, but the, you know. (laughs) You know, you can't get past me. I have a wide span. Um, So we need to maybe reevaluate our friends. Um, You may not have friends. And if you don't have friends, evaluate why you don't have any friends. People maybe reevaluate already. Maybe there's some things you need to change. So, and I'm not talking about, oh, I got to cut people out of my, I'm ta- we love everybody, right? Because God says, you love one another. We minister to people. We pray for them. We want good. We're talking about our friends are the people who, ha- who we invite to have influence into our life. You know? If Sue tells me to get my CDA, I do it. I'm scared of her. <laughs> you guys haven't seen her the way I have seen her. She, I was, how many years ago? So I was like 25 years old. This woman gave me a spanking. <laughs> Literally. She said, shut your mouth. And she gave right in that classroom, right across there. Mm-hmm. She's like, you better shape up. I was like, yes. You know, because she's like, uh-uh. You ain't going to act like that. I'm not going to think like that. And like, tell me what to think. You know? <laughs> That's right. I learned that. She's a good authority. So we're talking about the people that we allow it to influence our lives. You know, do you listen to people that you do the stuff they do? You think the way they think. You believe the way they believe, right? And all of a sudden you're like, how did I get here? You know, love it when parents are like, you know, they're oblivious to their kid that's out of control, and they're thinking, how did we get here? I'm thinking, hmm, I have some ideas, but you won't be my friend after that. So, <laughs> you know, who is really influencing us? That's what we're talking about when he's saying don't conform. You need to look at who's influencing you. I have a lot of acquaintances. I have few friends. I have one good-looking man. <laughs> so if we want to change the way we think we got to bring people in our lives who have healthy thoughts when me and matt wanted a healthy marriage we had some friends that were just they were good people but they did not know how to be married Mm -mm, they just nope didn't even know where to start so you know what we did we loved them we said hi to them but you know who i hung out with i found my friend jody and tom gabriel's I want it to be on there because I want people to know. Best marriage I've ever seen. And I was like, you teach me how to be a good wife because my mouth gets me in trouble every day. My actions get me in trouble and my temper is out of control. And Jody, I didn't like to be touched. She's like, come here. She forced me to hug her every day, every day. And they spoke good of our marriage. They showed us how to be good parents. And we've had tons of other, you know, Sue and Larry and, and Elvis. They've all been in our life that we've watched. Of These people know how to be married. They've been married for a long time. They've got good kids. They know what they're doing. Those are the people I want. Those are the thoughts I want. People who bring good thoughts into our life. I don't know what's going on this month in your guys' life, but the Lord is really wanting to bless your family. 
He's got huge things for you guys. Because every time I'm up here, the Lord's like, I want you to talk to them. So I don't know what's going on, but God says something huge is coming for your family because he's really, really focused on you guys. So, because I'm like, Lord, I feel like I'm giving favoritism. He's like, they're my favorite. You're my favorite. You're all my favorite. Okay. So, so I'm going to continue to ask him because I think something big is coming for you guys' life because he's got something just so huge. So there you go. All right. I might be able to get through this, you guys. I don't know. I'm not, I'm only on the first page. So we want to change the way of thought. So misery loves company. You know, we want to get away from that thinking. We want to get away from that trauma and the drama of those people who allow miserable stinking thinking in their life. Want, want people, you know. Proverbs 13, wise words will, will win you a good meal, but treacherous people have an appetite for violence. If crazy things are always going on in your life, might need to look in the mirror. You might need to look around you. You want to change the way you think. You need to hang around people you want to think like, not the people that are stuck in that stinking thinking. If they're stuck where you are, they can't get you out of that pit. They don't got no rope. That's why they're walking around in there too. They could get you out. They'd already do that. You hang around some people, get out of there, and then send that rope back down for them. <laughs> Love them. But don't allow them to influence and make your decisions and, and choose what you do and what you say and how you act. Mark 4.24 says, Pay close attention to what you hear. <clears throat> the closer you listen, the more understanding you, you will be given and you will receive even more. So the closer you listen, you're going to get understanding doesn't say it's and you will be given even more than you asked for basically so you listen you're going to give understanding it could be a good area it could be in a bad area but you choose what you listen to so i'm gonna get techie it's for you jordan and <laughs> david because they're the tech people matt you know this is my techie so the internet has this thing like you guys probably wouldn't explain it this way so i'm sorry but it has like a memory, right? So if you like something, ads will pop up, you know, or videos like on Facebook, like, oh, I like this video. So now there's like, I like to watch baby animals. So like my newsfeed constantly pops up. Look at this cute baby animal. And even to the point people send me stuff, you know, it, it begins to direct what you look at, what you listen to and what you like. You know, eBay, you like one thing, you go and buy one thing, it's got a whole list of suggestions for you. It's like, oh, I'm listening to you, I'm listening to what you like. It has a memory. Am I, am I saying this right? Yeah, good, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, it remembers, it gives suggestions, and not just one suggestion. So you like, you bought a book on there, it gives you like 50 other books you might like, right? Because more, what you listen to, what you look at, more will be added to you. If you look at bad stuff on the internet, one time, guess what? It's going to be sent to you a thousand times. Bad stuff. So what we're listening to will come back. It follows a pattern and then oversaturates you with what you looked at and what you listened to. How many of you guys get sick of those ads? Because they're like, I know, I like little kitties. They're so cute and fluffy. You know, I like to look at them jumping off the whatever. I really like to watch baby animal videos, guys, so... Now you'll all be sending me that, right? <laughs> you know, but it can be overwhelming. All of a sudden it overset. It's like, oh, you like that? Okay, everywhere you go on the internet, it's popping up. You know, you're thinking, how did you even know that about me? Because it has a memory. You know, by the measure you used, it will be added to you and more than you asked for. In the spiritual world, this 
pretty much identical. What you listen to comes back plus more. You cannot always help what you hear, but you can always choose what you listen to. So none of you guys, but you ever have an issue with someone, okay? So let's just say I have an issue with someone. Or some, let's say someone has an issue with me. Oh, no. That only happens all the time. Um, so, so they come to you, and they're like, you know what? I don't like you, and I don't like what you did. And neither does Pat or Mel or Ray or, you know, and they start giving off everybody who hates you. I'm not alone in this. You're horrid. You know, you ever have that? No, people come and say, well, you know, I just didn't like this about you. And everybody feels this way. A lot of times they won't even give names because everybody's just up here. (laughs) You know, do you know why they got bitter? And you know what they began to hear? Only bitterness. And they attracted bitterness. So anything that could be even viewed against you at that moment, they can hear. They couldn't hear anything else because bitterness, it's like tunnel vision, tunnel hearing. They begin, bitterness attracts bitterness. And then all they have is the bitterness, you know. Um, so if you take a church of 50 or 5,000, it doesn't matter. If a bitter person comes in there, Within a very short time, we're talking days or weeks, they will find every single bitter person in that, that church. You know why? Because bitterness attracts bitterness. And what they listen to, they're listening for that. <gasps> Heard that? Ooh, that one gets some deepness there. Because what you listen to, you're attracted to. You know, we've all been caught up in like gossip and we're like, oh, I want to hear that. You know, but after a while, when you don't want to hear it anymore, it's just like, go tell them. I don't care. <laughs> when you change the way you listen, when someone comes complain, so let's say someone comes and says, Sarah, I want to talk to you about Matt. I just don't like the first time I say, oh, did you talk to him? No. Then why are you talking to me? How many of you guys have come complain to me? And the first thing I do is grab you and say, oh, let's go talk to that person. Because that's what we need to do. Because if you let that go and go and go. It will attract more. If you let that continue to get bitter. You're basically telling the spiritual culture that you no longer are going to listen to that stuff. So don't send me those ads anymore. If you used to be a complainer and you stop complaining and people come up to you and complain, pretty soon nobody's complaining to you. You think life is good, right? Because you just don't realize because nobody, you're not attracted to that. If we change the culture around me so I can change the culture in me, what are you bringing? Because whatever you cultivate in your life is going to dominate. If you're negative, if you're rebellious, if you're angry, you know, that's what's you're going to, that's what's going to dominate. But if you're kind and you're loving and you're generous, you know, and you have a heart that is ready to forgive and you're soft, that's what's going to dominate. Change our minds on what we think. Because otherwise we become prisoners of our thoughts and conform to the culture around us. We just accept everything and we, it's okay to act like that because everyone else does. No. God's saying, no, I have something better for you. Actually, I have something better for all of them. They're just not there yet, but you are. How are you thinking? 
I say, mind, you're not going to be thinking like that today. I've had a really hard heart the last couple months just because you ever just get stressed and you're just like, or you think someone's mad at you or things just aren't going that way. You know, you're in charge of something and it doesn't matter. No one's listening, you know, and you're just like, oh, and really this last week, the Lord just said, you know what, Sarah, you need to get back control of your thoughts. Cause sometimes I'm like, I got it. And other times I'm like, la la la, it's vacation. It's summer. I have problems with summer. I just, you know, I don't know what day of the week it is. I'm mad because I have to go back to school and wear pants and not, you know, I can't wear a sundress every day because you don't wear sundresses without leggings in preschool. You don't want to know what happens. You know, so now I have to wear leg prisons, you know, and so you get kind of, you get kind of hard and the Lord's like, Sarah, be careful what you listen to because what you're listening to in your thoughts, you're putting out. And I thought, oh, that's, that's rough, God. And God's like, yeah, on you. <laughs> because it only, it only hurts in here. We think we're getting to them. Look at, I ignored them. And they're like, oh, I didn't even know you were there. <laughs> I'm not going to say hi to them today. Well, they're too busy saying hi to everyone else. They probably didn't even notice. <laughs> So how do we change our thoughts? We have to take care of what we listen to. You ever get up in the morning? Okay, you guys are my mirror, my big mirror stand in front of. You look at me and you're like, ugh, I don't just have a spare tire. I got a whole semi here. I can't believe I have to get up this early. No one else has to get up this early and go to work. Ugh, I never have enough time. There's never enough money. Oh, nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. Guess I'll go eat worms. <laughs> Knew that was coming, girl. You guys know me well enough that you can just read my thoughts. Good thing I'm putting good thoughts in there now. So, you know, if that's how our morning goes, where we're picking apart our body, we're picking apart, you know, who we are. That's what we're thinking. What are you, you know, what are you saying to yourself? Why are you listening to some of those crazy lies? We need to choose what we listen to. I don't want, I used to watch the news every morning. I do not. It is crazy. I just got a weather app on here and, you know, it's really actually cute because when I look at my weather app, I don't have to look through the news and it's a smile. Look at it. It's a little frog. He's cute. He's on the beach. You know what I mean? Be sunshine. You know, it's happy. You know, it's good. I listen to the news and I'm thinking, I need to pull my children out of school. I need to board up my windows. I need to be self-sufficient in this house and never go out. It's evil out there. I mean, it gets you scared. Some of the things you, like, you're thinking, how does a person's mind think that evil? Because that's what they cultivated. That's what they thought on. You know, in the morning... I always know when I, when I'm not doing so in the summer, kind of slacked off a little bit, but I like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to the messages. I like to listen to prophetic words that have been spoken over my life because it could be five years out and I need to be prepared every single day. If today's the day I got feet in my shoes and I don't, places you'll go. I can't remember it. Um, you know, I want to be prepared, you know, declar, declarations. Yeah, you guess what? I like to say that I'm beautiful to myself because that is true. I like to say that I'm funny because that's true. But you should say those things to yourself because God created you and those are true. But we're like, I don't want someone to think I'm, 
I want someone to think I'm hilarious because my creator created me. Why would I want him to think I'm some drab, boring person? Oh, God must be boring because look at you. You know? No. I want the truth. That means I have to put, what am I thinking about myself? What am I thinking about other people? You know, I can't have, you know, the stink eye towards everybody. Like, you talking about me? You know, you ever walk by someone in a, in a, in a, um, store and you don't even know this person and they just, all of a sudden they look at you, but they might be on the phone or something and you're thinking, what are they thinking about me? Or someone's back there, you're like, I bet you they're back there talking about me right now. You know, and they're like, hey, you want to go out for lunch? They're just talking about something normal and you're like, I know they're talking about me. You know, you ever get that way? Yeah. It's because we get that thought in our mind that they must be talking about me. Don't worry. You're only that important to God. It's okay. And he's thinking about you all the time, but his thoughts are always good. So you don't have to worry about if he's talking bad about you because he ain't. So we need to change what we listen to, our thought process. I need a transformation, and it always starts in the mind. I can say, I want to get in shape. But saying that doesn't do anything. I have to get my butt to the gym. I have to think, I have to get up, you know, in the morning. I have to go there. I have to, you know, for me, I set out my clothes. I may not be a size one, but I'm dedicated to that. Yesterday, I was like, oh, I've been doing this all day. And I said, I'm going to the gym. Matt's like, okay. You know, he wants to, because I have to think, if I want to be there, I have to think about that. I can't just be like, get to the end of the day and it's 10 o'clock. I totally forgot about that. I was thinking about everything else. I have to put that thought in my mind if I want that change to happen. Nobody lost weight, got healthy by thinking about it only. Thinking, putting it in our mind, then God can transform it. Or I said that wrong. Nobody has lost weight or got in shape by wishing it. Sorry. It's by thinking it, putting that thought in your mind, letting there be an action to it. So you're like, oh, I just wish I could lose weight. I wish I had a better job. You know, I wish my kids, you know, wouldn't give me so much gray hair. I wish, I wish, I wish. Well, y'all know the saying with that. (laughs) Nope. I got to go back. Okay. It was good. So we talked last week about being hot or cold, not lukewarm. Some people in your life are really, their personalities are hot or cold. I don't live in lukewarm, which has been God's like, you know, Sarah, it's okay. There are some gray areas I'm going to help you with. Because I'm like here or here. Because that middle area, I just don't like it. You know? I don't want to be lukewarm. Because it takes no energy to be lukewarm. It's just conform whatever you're put into. If this is what the school says, that's what you become. If this is what the town is, that's what you become. If this is how your family is, that's what you become. Lukewarm is whatever temperatures around you. So you're like, oh, I just you just let life happen to you. Just conforms. And we become prisoners to the culture we live in. Everything's acceptable. Everything's okay. You know, no one's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do it my way. Because that's what culture says, right? God's like, well, I thought that Jesus was your Lord. Yeah, he's your Savior, but he's your Lord first. I thought Jesus was your Lord and that you're in this kingdom. Which kingdom do you want to live in?
Why do we live in a culture we don't want to? Does anyone, don't raise your hands, but sometimes we, there's things about maybe our family, our town, our community. How many of us have spoke bad about our community? You know, at times, oh, look at this, it's run down or something like that. We've probably all been there about our church, about our family, my friends. If we don't like the culture, um, why do we live in the culture where everything is okay, where depression is normal and you should just pop a pill, you know, and that when someone comes in that has joy, we think they're crazy. I've seen your life. Why, you know, you guys, you know, are living in lack and you're all happy. Well, because I know what's coming. But, you know, people think you're crazy. I've had all the time people say, well, you're just crazy. Because I don't want to be normal. If that's normal is, you know, I don't know if you've seen some of those ads on TV, but woo, I wouldn't take that medicine if that was, you know. I'm just saying, if you need to take that medicine, take it, you know, every day. Got to say, you know, believe that he is a healer and he has that for you. So we need to cultivate something different, cultivate hope, love, joy, peace, prosperity, and then that will dominate. Because what we're thinking on, we're going to cultivate, and that's going to dominate your life. If people don't like to be around you, say, okay, I got a problem. How do I change that? I've got to change my thinking because maybe, you know, if we think it's everybody else, if you already think it's everybody else and you're kind of a loner and you never have any friends, okay, start right here. God's saying start today. Because what we, what we cultivate is going to dominate. What do you want to change in your life? We all have different things. Take care of what you listen to. <clears throat> Maybe you have to have a friend makeover. Or a self makeover. Because you, whatever you listen to, more is going to be added. I don't want offense, bitterness, suspicion, complaining. You will never change wanting to change. You will change by changing your thought and what you listen to. Because what we think on begins to be the truth. When we say things enough to ourselves, to our kids, to the people around us, they begin to act accordingly. I was shy for so many years because everyone said, you're shy. I am obviously not shy. That was a lie, but it seemed nice, right? Because that's what they cultivated me. You're just shy. You're scared of everything. You know, you don't like to be away from home. No, I'm scared because it's crazy around here. I, I just keep my mouth quiet. You know, so I know with my kids and people say, oh, your kids are shy. I would always stop them and say, no, they're just quiet. They're just listening. Because I'm not going to have them be Shy. I'm not going to let somebody choose what my kids become, what I become. Because what we think on is created, is going to dominate in our life. So if you have areas that you don't like in your life, we all do. We can, we can, those are our personal areas. Some of them are outward and some of them are inward. Stop and say, what am I listening to on that area? What am I listening to? You know, Matt sends me stuff all the time. If he sees that I'm struggling in an area, he'll send me something. He's like, listen to this. So I go to the tanner at the gym, and I'm like, yes. And I end up getting fried. Did I get fried? No. So I got I to gotta remember those things. 
what you listen to is going to dominate. So if there's change that you want, I think we all have areas we want to change, we want to grow, we want different in our life, whether they're little or big. How do you think about that? What are you thinking on? So let's pray.